Blog Talk Radio. Let me tell you about something new. A new show called G's Power. G's Power. Real talk for real saints. Are you ready? And it's for real. Welcome to G's Power Hour live every weekday at 11.30 a.m. on Never Had It So Good Entertainment Network. Your host, G, will bring you informative and entertaining guests and a variety of topics in a way that you can absorb and enjoy. Listen in weekdays and call in at 516-387-1944. We love interaction. All shows can be downloaded if you miss one or found on iTunes the next day. G's Power Hour is powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Well, good morning, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, angels and saints, ladies and gentlemen. My goodness gracious, it's Monday already, but that's okay because this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it regardless. Thank you for joining us. This is G's Power Hour. Never had it so good entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being, being with us today. So it is the second Monday of the month. We talk all things hair or something like that. Um, actually, you just we you know we talk about personal grooming. We just talk about you know uh, doting on yourself just a little bit, just to make sure that you feel good and and um, you know and whatever you feel on the out in the inside is reflected on the outside, and um, that you can share it and, and help brighten up other people's world too. So anyway, uh, Candace Thomas is our hair care expert. Uh, Candace, are you there? She's not there yet? Okay. We're going to wait for Candace. But um, in the meantime, if you have things that you'd like to discuss, um, the number is 516-387-1944. We'll take calls about any topic you want to chat about, um, you know, while we're waiting. So um, how was your weekend? Tell us a little bit about what your weekend was. I know mine was a little bit busy. Uh, Went to this interesting um, town hall uh, and our Caribbean brothers and sisters are hosting it. They invited a lot of the candidates to come out uh, and a lot of people to come out. Uh, and, uh, you know, I have to give it to, and I don't have her all of her name, but I will give her a shout-out when I get it. But her name is Lima, um, who really pulled stuff together, you know, and she, I mean, she has a, a podcast. It's not just uh, radio. It's also um uh, video too, and they usually do two hours, and then they did a four-hour um, town hall. Um, they interspersed the the candidates, um, uh, you know, information with uh, music and stuff like that. But they had a variety of candidates come, uh, and you like, okay, we're not voting until August. We're not voting until November. Yeah, you may not be voting until then, but you need information now to make your decisions. And this was a good opportunity. If I can get the link and if it's something that you all could, because I think they were doing it on, um, I want to say, 
iTunes or YouTube or something like that, but what, whatever I can find, I'm going to share it with you because it did have uh, a variety of candidates there in, from Central Florida uh, talking about the issues and where they stood and what was most important to them. So, and we even there was even some discussion after the broadcast, which was um, interesting. So, um, you know, anytime you get a chance to like meet and ask questions directly from your candidates, this is a good time to do that. Um, so that you won't be trying to make last-minute decisions uh, when, when you go to the polls. And we do, all of us that were there, are encouraging everybody to please go to the polls, to please, you know, place your votes and, and try, at least try, please, to make an informed choice. There's some of those races where, you know, the choices are, are not that hard. There are some where there are a lot of candidates running for the same position, um, and so you need to know why, why you have so many candidates running for one particular position and how are they the same and how are they, how they are different. So, you know, please do that. Please, you know, check out each candidate. Um, and everything's kind of much locked down, at least for the primaries right now. So, I mean, unless there's like a writing candidate or something, there's no one really jumping into the races. So the, the, it, it's set. And you should be receiving your information cards. It's a, you know, it's, I think it's a trifold, but there's a portion that you tear off and you put in your wallet, um, you know, and it has your precinct and, and you, you know, your district and all of that type of stuff. So you know what the district number is, and it'll, it'll tell you house. It'll tell you Senate, it'll tell you U.S., it'll tell you school board, all of that. So you just need to go, you can go on OCF elections, that's Orange County, Florida, elections.com. You can go on to that site, and um, and I'll try to post that too. I think I did post something. But you can go on to that site and put in usually your address, and they will pull up, you know, what districts and what, you know, uh, precincts, uh, that that are relevant to you, so there's, there's, uh, that's really really easy now. It's not as hard as it used to be at all, but it's very important. And yes, this is a mid year election. It counts. Please don't don't be mistaken about that. Just because there's not a presidential election, that does not mean that um, you don't have people to vote for. There are senators. There are. Um, Congress people, you know, House people, there are there Florida people, Florida people running. Um, you know, we have all down the um, the ballot for our governor and all of that type of stuff that is happening now. You know, so this is a time that you need to make sure. And you have, I want to say, until uh, I want to say the 22nd of this month um, to register to vote in the primary. Please understand, for Florida, it is a closed primary. So if you are not affiliated with a party, there may not be much on the ballot for you. Please check, though, but um, you won't be able to vote for someone that is not in your party. Just understand that. This is the kind of the weeding out period to settle for one uh one person that's going to run in the Democratic Party, the one person that's going to run in the Republican Party, one person that's going to run in Libertarian, 
one person, you know, it, this is the, the weeding out, the narrowing down process, but you still have to have your correct registration information uh, all in by the 22nd of this month, this month, okay, because the elections for the primaries are August 23rd. And also, don't get upset if you don't see um, the person that's running in your district, if they may not be on the uh, primary uh, ballot. That's okay if they are running unopposed. And and what I mean unopposed, if you have someone in your party and they're the only one in your party that's running, they do not have to run in the primary. They will not run until they run against the other party or parties in November, November 8th. All right? So just keep that in mind. There are also, you know, there's usually issues somewhere on on those ballots, either, you know, sometimes in the primary, but usually in November. So get acquainted with whatever issues they're coming up to as well. But please, please, don't don't hesitate. Don't wait until the last minute and get upset with other folks because you didn't get your correct information in in time to vote in the primary or general election. So right now the primary – you got a, a couple weeks before you have to uh, lock in your, your registration in order to vote for whoever is representing you in the primary. And then after that, it'll be narrowed down. You'll have a clear view of who is actually going to be in the general election at that point. So, And I know some people are saying, why is she saying all of this? That we already know this. Listen, I'm, I work the elections. I am actually going actually going to poll worker training for seasoned poll workers because I've been working in the polls off and on for a number of years. I am going to poll worker training right after this show, this afternoon. You know, so we get updated on if there's new machines or if there's new software or if there's new policies and procedures, we get updated on all of that. So I am going this afternoon because I am working in the primary elections. And I see some of y'all <laughs> that come at 6.59 in the afternoon, in the evening, because the polls close at 7, you come at 6.59, only to find out that you are not voting in the right place. Let me make it clear. Just because you may have voted there two years ago and you've been voting there for umpteenth years does not mean that that is the place where you will vote this time. Understand, there was a lot of redistricting that happened, okay? Um, And and those boundaries are constantly changing based on the demographics. So please, when you get your card, your information card in the mail, please look at it. When you get your sample ballot, because sometimes they do send out sample ballots, so when you get your sample ballot, please look at it. In fact, I commend those who take the sample ballot, mark it up ahead of time, and bring it so they can use it. It makes it quicker and easier to just know who you're voting for, to just, you know, make the, you know, whatever you selected on your sample ballot, mark it on your your, uh, regular ballot. They will let you take your sample ballot in. 
okay, so just, you know, they won't let you take a lot of other stuff in, but they'll let you take your sample ballot. So you can just transfer whatever it is that you, whoever it is that you selected on your sample ballot, you can just transfer it over to the regular ballot, and then you're golden, okay? So just make sure that you, when you get those, that you actually take the time to read it. If you got time for TV show that's a rerun that you've seen before, maybe more than once, then you've got time to sit down and, and go over a sample ballot, you know. So and and you got time to ask questions. You can call or email the supervisor of elections office if you have questions. Please do that. I am yes, I am taking this amount of time that I would normally talk about here. I am taking this time because it's important whether you live in Central Florida or anywhere else. This is important. Because I don't want to hear a bunch of people whining about, you know, why this, that, and the other didn't happen or why this, that, and the other are happening if you didn't participate. you got to participate. And you've got to go beyond just voting, okay? You've got to be involved. You've got to do letter-writing campaigns. You've got to go to public hearings. You've got to uh, learn how to lobby. You've, you've, got to, you've got to be involved. You've got to be a participant. So. I'm just I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. The number, if you have questions, comments, the number is 516-387-1944. I'm going to try to check on Candace. Or, or is she is Candace there yet, Princess? Good morning, Princess. Anyway. Good morning. Um, she's not with us yet. She's not with us yet. Okay, let me check on her because she said she was going to be. She, that um, mom-to-be is probably resting and, and, and taking a little time, so we got to give her her time. But anyway, let me check on her. We're going to take a break. Uh, if you have questions, comments, the number is 516-387-1944. This is G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment, and we will be right back. Does it appear the long arm of the law is working against you instead of for you? Whom do you call when the boys in blue are pursuing you? When the wrong person behind bars may end up being you? With over 40 years combined legal expertise, Anderson and Welch bring to bear a smart, sound, sensible defense of those caught in what may be the unrelenting grip of the legal system. Turn to Anderson and Welch first to get ahead of trouble, not fall into it, by calling 561-832-3386. That's 561-832-3386. That's Anderson and Welch Law Firm online at andersonandwelch.com. Hi, I'm Tim Garrison. Uh, You may know me as Timmy G. Yeah, I know. It's been two decades, but I want you to know I'm back in the Arkansas. And I've got a mix of music that can help you relax and chill out. It's smooth. It's relaxing. It's chill out jazz. The soulful mix of smooth jazz, soul, and smooth R&B. So join me every Wednesday night, 10 p.m. to midnight, on K-Ham Radio. Are you chilling? 
Hey, good morning. Welcome back to Dee's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, Dee. Thanks so much for being with us today. And, uh, yes, I'm, I'm off of my diatribe now about um, the voting thing, for the moment anyway. I'll be back on it at some point. But we have uh, our hair care extraordinaire person, Candace Thomas. Good morning. How are you, dear? She's still not there. Okay, she's she's calling in. She told me she was calling in, so I'll, we'll just continue to to wait on that. Um, the other thing I think it starts tomorrow is um, they're going to have the uh, January sixth hearings resume with uh, Steve Bannon, uh, who was with the Trump administration, who had resigned, who had uh, refused to testify, who was. Uh, either charged or going to be charged uh, or facing charges for not uh, coming forward. Uh, Apparently uh, his tune has changed and uh, he is supposed to be testifying, I believe tomorrow, but the hearings start back tomorrow. So, uh, you know, if you um, get some time to listen when you're not tuning into the show uh, or if you, you know, are good at multitasking, you can do both, Um, you know, make sure you're, you're paying attention tomorrow when those hearings resume. So, like I said, the number is 516-387-1944 if you have questions or comments. Uh, so, if she is – Candace, are you there yet? Okay. Uh, oh, hey, hey, hey. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. Good, good. I know that you are – uh, multitasking uh, like a crazy woman, although I know you've uh, let go. I, ha- I had to get my, my last uh, hair appointment in before before uh, the rest of the year because Candace is now on maternity leave, right? Yes, yes, and I'm in the middle of um, my son's doing Florida and band camp this week, so he, I'm on oh, his second wow. call. Um, oh, yes. Yes, Mom, you sure are. <laughs> Mama needs some water. It's hot out here. <laughs> like, child, then you know it's going to be hot out Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Said, so, would he play? any water out in the dorm room? He plays oh, three no. instruments. He plays trumpet, uh, trombone, and drums, but he's only doing trumpet this week. Okay. Just, just trumpet just this week. Does he have a preference? Yeah. Have you noticed? Is it... Is it the um, trumpet? He's, he's leaning more towards trumpet. He's been playing that one the longest, so I think that's why he has that. He has that preference. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. I, I like it when um, we, you know, the ones that, that that have that inclination toward music really, you know, pursue it and, and develop that skill because, um, you know, it's always nice to have some sort of, you know, backup plan, multiple talents to put to use when one isn't paying the bills, you got the other. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So, so I wanted to ask you, um, gosh, I had, I have a lot of questions, but one of the articles that I saw that I I didn't get a chance to delve into it too much, but um, it talked about people who were trying to use uh, more stuff out of their pantries to do uh, to wash their hair, to do hair grooming. And I know we've talked about, you know, certain uh, home remedies, but 
do, I was going to ask you, do you think this trend has a lot to do with the economy? Yes, especially nowadays, I do feel like it has a lot more to do with the economy than it has been before. So I think we are going back to some of our older remedies that we used prior to products being on the market versus um, some of the things that we were using um, now. And you have to think, with inflation, a lot of those products are uh, a little bit more expensive than mm-hmm. they used to be. Like some of your, some of your shampoos that we're probably used to paying four dollars for is now six dollars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that does make a difference in our in our pockets nowadays. Because and we were paying three dollars a gallon to go get it, and now we're paying four. Well, four thirty. Four fifty, well, almost five dollars a gallon, depending on the, the time of year we were in to go get it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel um, this soon to be a thing that's happening where we were back in two thousand and nine, um, where a lot of people were doing a lot more home hair versus mm-hmm. coming into the salon because even our prices, I know I was kind of uh, doing research for my clients while I'm on this leave that, you know, I'm trying to find other people for you, but their price point is so much different than mine. And um, Mm. it's a significantly jump. For example, you know, my uh, haircut price that's hair above the shoulder is $45. Well, if you go to someone else, you know, just – asking it's sixty dollars so that's a fifteen dollar difference compared to you know what I'm charging so that's just some things to kind of think about um when getting products so people are trying to cut prices and cut and save money now some of these recipes that are out there on the market are good ones like using mayonnaise and eggs as as a I feel like a treatment as a deep conditioning treatment doesn't, you know, it's not bad or making like a banana, a banana smoothie type deal for your hair as conditioner. It's not bad. I think you just have to be careful on what you use in the hair. Is it viable? Is it something that is worse for you to use? Am I personally there yet? No, but um, do I have, I've, rain into other people that are doing it, yes. So I do think it has a lot to do with the economy right now. So let me ask you, um, the products that are in our pantry, were they, let me say, that much worse than what's on the shelves, or was it a matter of people gravitating to, to buying the stuff on the shelf in the stores because it was more convenient, or, or was it that much better? I would I would say it's more convenient. Okay. So, like for example, I have made flaxseed gel for my hair before. That takes mm-hmm. too much time. Okay. Okay. It takes too much time and energy to continue to make it. Um, so I have made it for myself. I have made an aloe mix for myself. Um, it. That's time consuming because you have to wait for it to boil and you have to 
cool it. You gotta use a cheesecloth, and you have to extract it. This is just a lot, right? Um, especially okay. if you're a busy a busy person. So okay, maybe maybe me now that I'm slowing down probably mm-hmm. would have the time and the patience to do it. So it is about convenience, and two, it it is a little bit cheaper. So for example, the flaxseed gel. In order for me to make it, it probably was costing me to buy everything, maybe $15, where I can go buy an $8 bottle of it. Now, okay. I can make probably more than the $8 bottle, but you only can make but so much at a time. So, in a way, because, in my mind, like... I was going to say, because the home know, home remedies, the shelf life is probably not as as extensive because they're adding chemicals probably in some of these stuff on the shelves to get it to last longer, right? Right. right. Okay. So the flaxseed aloe gel that I was making for myself only lasted me two months, and I didn't even finish the jar versus if mm-hmm. I go buy it. That could last me almost a year because I don't really use it that often. And then I have this surplus of flaxseed. Now i got to figure out how I'm going to eat it, right? <laughs> and or added to other things in order to get my money's worth of buying all the flaxseed. And then i got to figure out how I'm going to use the rest of this aloe before the aloe goes bad. Mm-hmm. Um, what else can I put this aloe in um, that I broke off my – now, that I didn't buy, guys. I, I grow aloe outside, so I kind of saved mm-hmm. some money on that part. But Aloe's easy I to grow. Yeah. Right. So let me figure out how I'm going to use the rest of this aloe so it doesn't go bad. I broke this off. Um, so – I try to find good times of year to make it if I'm going to make it because then, you know, if we're going to be outdoors, like right now I have some aloe mix for my son's going to get sunburned, right? So something Mm -hmm. that I can just kind of put on his face, whatever, if he allows me to come on campus, um, you know how that is with teenagers. But um, we, I can use a different purpose for it. So it's, you know, that's just my thinking, of like mm-hmm. it's just easier to buy it but now going back and looking at how much this aloe gel is it used to be eight dollars now it's like 14 dollars for the same amount of ounces oh wow and right and so then you sit back and go i can make this let me see what i got let me see if i still have enough black seed let me you know pick a couple aloes off of the the plant outside and let me see if I have the time, the energy, you know, I have the time now. Do I have the energy to do it? It's, it's not that bad. You, you, then you reason with yourself, right, to make it. Then I think, like, well, before I make this, what kind of hairstyles am I going <laughs> to have for the next few months in order to keep it up, right? Will this be a viable recipe for me? You know what, just we're thinking about it. What else can I make for myself out my pantry that will be good for my hair so I can, A, avoid going to the store, B, when I have this baby, do I want to go to the store, right? Mm-hmm. I want to take the baby. Right. It's a lot of things that you think about that you weren't thinking about before. So money makes you think differently sometimes. Yeah, for sure. So one of the things, speaking of things that are, well, I was going to say are in our pantry, I don't know how many people have this in their pantry or, you know, in their cabinets or whatever. 
castor oil. Um, I, I saw one article that mentioned you have castor oil. I don't. I do not. You don't. I don't no. either. I know. I think a lot of older people that I knew used to have it. Uh, I guess they used to make you take it for different things, but um, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't have it. I don't know any people that that do. They might, but I was going to say that's one of the things that apparently they're talking about for the for hair benefit. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, we'll see. Castor oil. There is. I think. Um, you know, a lot of people try to use it as shampoo. Now, the mm. people that are using it as a shampoo, as a cleanser, I kind of disagree with it because the hair texture that is using it as a cleanser, it's they're going to have some oily issues later in in their life, like like not in their life, but you know, later down the road. So I don't, I wouldn't technically use that one as a as a cleanser. Um, as a moisturizer, yes, it's a carrier oil, okay? So it carries whatever else you put in it. Um, so it's like mineral oil, and to be mineral oil is one of those things that you don't really use. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Mineral oil is a, is a carrier oil, so it carries whatever else you put in it. So castor oil is kind of the same way. Um so if you're using it as a carrier oil for, like, your hot oil treatments, I'm 100% down. Like, if you're adding grapeseed oil, um, some, a little olive oil, a little bit of an avocado, which all this is in your pantry, y'all, uh, a little bit of avocado oil, all that, little, you know, we might, might have some tea tree peppermint laying around somewhere. Yes, mm. guys, go ahead and do it. And and it would it would definitely it's a lighter oil for those that have four C texture, um four texture like four A through four C that's that curly kinky kind of hair, even down to like even like a two two B it's just like a very soft wave, okay, that would be a nice oil to have and again all that stuff that's in your pantry that I just mentioned, as far as a cleanser no. I wouldn't use it as a cleanser. And the ones that are recommending it as a cleanser are people mm-hmm. that have very straight hair. So. Ah, okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a break. We are here with Candace Thomas, uh, who's taken a respite uh, from the Lavish Salons uh, because she is on maternity leave until 2023. Uh, that doesn't mean she's not busy. Uh, the number, if you have questions, because she's agreed to continue to do the show while she can, is 516-387-1944. That's 516-387-1944. G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. We'll be right back. This is Douglas Dobbs, owner and funeral director at Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service. We have served the Central Florida community with two generations of family funeral service. With the recent addition of my son Brandon, we are here to take care of the needs of Central and West Orlando. From simple cremation to a full burial, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service is here to help you. Located at 430 North Kirkman Road at the 408 Expressway, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service, 407-578-7720. Dobbs dedicated to serving our families. 
Over the past 60 years, Dove Beauty Bar's superior formula has remained unchanged. But when it comes to beauty, everything changed. Together, we redefined beauty. We said no to stereotypes and yes to every type. We let go of judgments and embraced what makes us unique. We're proud to have been there with you, caring for you every step of the way. Here's to the next 60 years. Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. And we are here with Candace Thomas, who is taking a respite from B Lavish Salons. Uh, she's um, getting ready to bring another beautiful life into this world, and uh, she's uh, uh, supporting the, the band camper right now, um, uh, and, and that's a good thing. We, we are always glad to hear people that uh, are, young, are young people who are um, involved in programs like music and other activities yeah, because it's not only fun, it, it provides a sense of, of discipline and, and structure, and I think that's really, really good. So I have a question about another article that I saw about uh, the uptick in people using gems in their hair, G-E-M, um, in their hair. And I wanted to find out the pros and cons. I mean, they might look cute, but how do you apply them? Is it a good practice? What kind of damage can it cause? Okay, so the ones that you see that uses the gems are more on a straighter texture. <laughs> um, it's not a bad thing to use, and a lot of times people who that use them, um, they just use like a like a hair uh, hair glue. It's easy to remove. A lot of times you can just add some like um, conditioner and kind of comb it out. It's not damaging to your hair. Um, per se, it's just how you use them because um, you can use the same kind of glam system on your face, which is cute. If that's something that you're interested in. And it's just another trend that's out there, so it's not a bad thing. Okay. All right. Because um, I know, you know, in the past, I, and I, because I don't, I don't see it that as much as I used to uh, when people with, uh, especially with African American uh, hair texture, uh, used to do the braids with the beads, and I don't see that as much anymore. But um, that to me didn't require the the hair glue and stuff like that. What did you say? No, I see a lot in little girls the beady with the beads, hair braiding with beads. Little girls can mm-hmm. still do that trend. Okay. Which I think is so cute. I probably I probably do it myself. Just to let you know. But <laughs> um, we didn't glue it in. It's just you just kind of threaded the the braid through the bead and then kind of rubber band the end. But the gem is mm. different because it sits on the outside of the hair. Mhm. So okay. and it's made to not be in a braid. So that's kind of why you see it in certain demographics more than others. Okay, all right. So, so now I have I, I had a question. Um, it popped in my head the other day when I was at one of the I guess you could call them I don't know if you call them health food stores anymore or whatever or nutrition stores or, or whatever you call them. But uh, I spotted in and I went to two different stores of the same brand. Um, I spotted uh, 
some hair products that I have seen in other places, including Walmart and Ulta. And I was wondering, do you happen to know if there's a particular criteria that some of these stores use to uh, put certain uh, items in their stores that, uh, you know, what, what I guess, what, what do they consider as being healthy or healthier? Um, because the other thing, too, is it wasn't that it cost any less. It actually cost more to get it at the health food store than it did at a Walmart. So, but I was wondering about the criteria. That one I really don't know. So if this health okay. food store is more of a privately owned, um, it's not like a, it's not like a, it's a national brand like Whole Foods or okay. So it's a, it's, time, it's not a, a food. It's it's one um, where where they have you know supplements and the vitamins and minerals you know all that type of stuff. Um, you know, the, there's different ones out there. I, I just didn't want to call the name yet, I, and I'm trying to actually get in touch with them to see if they'll get back to me to tell me what their criteria is. But um, I was just curious if if you happen to know, and I was also just yeah. basically curious to see from you when you see some of these that are claiming to be more natural. What do you what do you see in them? What do you what are you supposed to be looking for in these particular brands? Well, you look at the ingredients list on the back of it, and you kind of, kind of, you Google. I Google what the exactly what the ingredients list is. So, majority it has to be for it to be organic. It has to be ninety three percent all natural stuff for it to be natural. So, let's talk about the difference between organic and natural. They're not the same. Okay. Oh. So just because okay. it's not the same. Um, organic is where there's no pesticides, there's no extra added chemicals. Now, organic products technically can have between like five, five to seven percent of a chemical base in there, parabens, stuff like that. But natural doesn't necessarily follow the same rules, you know. So that's why it depends on the product that you've seen um, and if the product is marketing itself as organic. So if it's one of those health food stores that sells nothing but organic stuff, so some of the – I don't really go to a lot of chain places um, when it comes to supplement place supplement things. Mm-hmm. I kind of go to the ones that are more like mom and pop. Um, and they, they do carry hair products, but, again, their hair products are not – I've never seen them in any other type of store but in a health food store. Um, and they are classified organic because of what – and the product itself, and the shelf life is smaller, right? Um, but if it's natural, you can still it can still be marketed as natural. But people, for some reason, it's a it's a marketing tool. Just to be honest with you, so like for example, the brand name Aveda, um, it's not an organic line. Okay, mm-hmm. it is a natural line. So that means. Um, a lot of their items have at least 40 to 50% of chemical in it, in the product. Um, and then the other half is naturally derived. It's, it has some natural aspects to it, but it's not 100% natural, which would make it organic. 
So how the stores carry it, I think it's just the preference of the buyer in the store. Um, but the consumer, a lot of consumers just think, oh, this is natural. And they're thinking that it's organic, but how natural is it? That's the question mm-hmm. of the day. Okay. So I'm glad you were able to make organic. that distinction. <laughs> if it does not say organic on the product, if, mm-hmm. then just because it says it's natural doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't have 60% chemical base in there. You know what I mean? It just means that it has some natural products in the um, in the product. That's like when you buy juice, right? Uh, cranberry, cranberry juice, let's use that one as an example. So cranberry juice, cocktail versus cranberry, 100% cranberry juice, it is different. So cocktail has all these high fructose, all this other stuff in there. It has some cranberry aspect to it versus the 100% cranberry juice is a very bitter juice compared to the cocktail. It's not as sweet. It doesn't have as much sugar in it. So that's just the way I can compare the two products. They're both cranberry juices, but one is 100% juice. comes from the cranberry itself. The other one is derived, has essence cranberry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I've gotten to the point where I'm looking for cranberry juice. I don't buy it that often, but when I do, I'm looking for like 100% cranberry juice versus cranberry juice cocktail. And yeah, admittedly, the cranberry juice, the the more cranberry juice, the stronger it is, the more, I guess you could say, tart it is, but I mean, the better it is for you, you know. Because those cocktails, they have, you know, a bunch of other, either other juices or just other stuff in it, you know, and it's not 100%. So, right. Yeah. So what type of trends are you seeing for the summer? That's the other question I had to ask. Um, well, the homemade products is one of the things that I've seen for the summer. Um hmm um, I think it, like I said, has everything to do with the economy. Um, brunettes is is one of the colors of the of the summer. So brown, very soft really? browns. Is it? Yeah, that's what they say. Okay. Um, that's what All they right. say, child. That's what they say. <laughs> so now, so now, so now, my other question is: as people began like like me began to panic because you were going to be gone for the rest of the year <laughs> what were they doing that's what i want to know or were they trying to find other beauticians were they trying to look for other styles that were let's say uh easier maintenance or, or you know longer lasting or what and, and yeah what do you do when you know you you're going, going to be probably in in transition or something for a while this is the weird thing um, I encountered is that when I announced, I think it was like March that I was due live would be my last day. Um, that's when they came out the woodworks and was doing stuff they always wanted to do. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, really? Now you want to try this haircut? Now you want to try this fashion color? <laughs> 
we've been talking about this for months, years, and now you want to do it, right? That's the part that really got me. I thought I was thinking we're going to do something safe. So it, and then it threw a curveball of now who do I recommend you to for you to go to to keep this up? You know, I had a lady that been wanting to do a silver hair for the longest time. And she's like, okay, well, then next time I come back, I'll, we'll do silver. What? What? <laughs> we were talking about this for the last three years, no lie. And now you want to oh, do gosh. it? Or someone, you know, she comes in and I love her, a really good friend of mine. She's like, okay, now I want to do, uh, I want to do red now. What? Uh, uh, oh, I want to do perfect. It's crazy stuff. So, <laughs> um, it totally threw me for a loop, like all the stuff that I've, me and these particular guests of mine have been talking about doing, when I say for years, they didn't then decide to do it then on my exit. So um, I don't know. I, I was preparing to, you know, bring them to a subtlety and then it would be easier transition to, you know, other styles that I, that I recommend or whatever the case may be. No, it 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 didn't. So now I have to find people that specialize. Luckily, I know a lot of stylists, but people that specialize in a certain area, mm-hmm. so that way they can keep it up. And then you know, I'm giving the lecture. Hey, just let you know, I wasn't expecting this. I was thinking that you're gonna keep down the same gravy train we've been going. The price point's going to be different going forward. Are you sure this is what you want to do? Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. All right. That's that's interesting. So we have to kind of check back in with you <laughs> January 1st, uh, see, see, see what those resolutions are going to be after going through all of that. So. Oh, yeah. Like one was like, oh, I'm going to go platinum today. What? You didn't want to go platinum, and you always say next time. Well, there's not going to be next time, so let's go ahead and do it today. Oh, my God. Okay. 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 You want to cut your hair off today? Girl, you want – okay. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So, So, well (laughs) – So tell me, what what, um, do you have in terms of any advice? Uh, By the way, y'all, we're going to do a shorter show today because, like I think I mentioned to most of you all at the beginning, I'm I'm going to do poll worker training. So it's just one of those days. But anyway, what type of suggestions do you have in terms of just trying to make it through the summer with all of the the heat and then, you know, vacation, you know, that's always – kind of a, a challenge on the hair because you're either if you're in Florida you're either swimming in the pool or the ocean or something like that or you or you're out in the garden so you know your your hair I think gets a little bit uh more taxed during the summer so um and I guess one of the things I wanted to ask you are there um I guess you could say hair products that you recommend that have sunscreen um, there are a few. They don't have. I'm going to have to mention it next time we come in because I okay. am away from my notes. Um, okay. I'm in Tallahassee to, this week, but uh-huh. um, there okay. are there are some um, 
hair products that do have sunscreen. I actually wrote them down because I think that was a question we had the show before last month, May show. So I'm right. To, okay. I had it prepared for this for June, but I okay. it's still never too late. Uh, as far as protective styles for this summer, you can never go wrong with the protective style, ladies. So if you are section hair. You can do braids. I'm rocking braids right now. Here's the thing about protective styles. It's because it's in a braid or you're doing a braided style. Please don't be afraid to wash it. And that's coming from personal experience. I was I was actually the one that was kind of afraid to wash it. Don't be afraid to wash your hair and cleanse your scalp from time to time while you're wearing it to make it last longer. Um, when it comes to our straighter hair, um, non-textured hair, you might just want to do like a nice, wave body wave so you can set that at night by doing like some bantu knots like four bands four braids at night wake up in the morning and then gravel them add some texture spray and it's natural because you never know you might get caught up in the summer rain like don't spend mm-hmm. too much time doing your hair for the humidity to mess it up so for our texture girls look into highly textured um a protective style okay and for our straighter girls just kind of rock something natural, natural braid or, you know, that you can unravel. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, we will talk a little bit more because it's still going to be hot as God knows what in in the um, in August when we come back. And we'll be back in school. So we'll probably talk a little bit about those styles then, too. So uh, go ahead and take care of your band camper, Candace, and we'll talk again next month. Thanks for joining us. No problem. And thank you all for joining us. We will talk tomorrow. This has been G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Let us know if you have topics you want us to look into or get guests for. And uh, just hit me up on the G's Power Hour Facebook page. I'm your host, G. Thanks for joining us. Be well, be safe, be blessed. And please remember, all real power comes from God. Take care.
up your mouth. 